Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another edition of the Manchester United Arsenal show. Man, them United podcast meets. They're going to talk from the Arsenal podcast. So please keep all your comments, all your questions, Manchester United or Arsenal related. They are the two clubs that we will be discussing in this live stream. Big up to everyone that's locked in. I ain't gonna lie, I'm still feeling under the weather from yesterday. I haven't drank that much in a minute, people. So yeah, if I'm if I'm seem a little off, if I'm off the pace, if I'm moving like you know, I've I've just come back from injury and I'm trying to get back up to speed in the game. You don't know why. If TJ's hitting me with 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 shots, you know what I'm saying, and that just catch me like, oh, flawless don't normally even get hit with this or like all that type of stuff. You don't know why. But I gotta introduce one of my co-hosts in the building. TJ is here as well. Yes, TJ, what are you telling me, fam? You good? One, two, three, four, five. I'm six times very, very good, flawless. Big up. I, I really, really enjoyed your In Savages podcast. That was hilarious. I'm assuming <laughs> that that probably had a little bit to do with it, but you know, we we moved. That was absolute that was absolutely great. No, no, I'm great, man. I'm blessed. Um, I'm alive, I'm breathing, and uh yeah, let's get into it, man. My team and my team isn't embarrassing right now. So, you know, I'm you on go. cloud nine. I'm on cloud nine, yeah. brother. So if you don't know, TJ's obviously referencing Arsenal winning 6-0 at West Ham. I actually asked TJ beforehand before this. I was like, have we spoke since then? And it's like, no, we haven't. So big up to Arsenal doing great things. So we'll be discussing that, obviously discussing can Arsenal, because on paper, they do have a favourable running in the Premier League till Manchester City. Can they win every game? And Manchester United, not embarrassing me off the pitch for once. It seems we're actually trying to make moves. I didn't yeah. know about all these roles and all these abbreviations from CEO to COO to technical director to sporting director to, I believe, Jason Wilcox. They want him to work underneath Dan Ashworth as the sporting director. I had to do my research, people. I've actually got it open on another tab, but I know the chat will keep me posted and up to date with what's going on anyway. So we'll be discussing that with Manchester United. <laughs> Reportedly approaching Dan Ashworth and we also linked to Jason Wilcox as well. I can see I've spelled his name wrong in the title. I will change that, people. But run up the likes as well. Make sure you share this across all the socials. Uh, that's me, Flawless, at Sarcasm City TV as well. Make sure you subscribe and subscribe to TJ's channel as well Absolutely. yeah man yo eli yeah i was but like during that live you lot might have not known it but yeah during that live stream like i was yeah i was waved during that live stream but you still <laughs> just got still just got a what's it called <laughs> you got the, the, the show must go on that's what it is but you lot wouldn't have known but yeah 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 i was i was you know sauced that's what i would say but yeah you lot, <laughs> make sure you go check out the sarcastic and savage i've never show. i've never been sauced on a, on a stream before i have no idea what you're talking about yeah, you never be. <laughs> but yeah, big up the chat. Danny, I see you in the chat. Says big up Stephanie G. Big up to you. Of course, salute to Warrior J. I will start your question as well, Eli, who I mentioned. King of Yorkshire in the building as well. Big up to Noble. See you in the chat. Also, make sure I don't miss anybody out before we start. And yeah, my larger Pula. And big up for putting Arsenal's up and coming fixtures, Warrior J. But you lot, like Ooh. I said, get your questions in. We will get to it as well. But yeah, TJ, I think there is only one place to start. West Ham United nil, Arsenal 6. Yeah. Very impressive performance. Very impressive result. Yeah, so no, it, it was what what was I telling you and Tony last last week is that I was not I if if we lose to West Ham it means absolutely nothing that we beat Liverpool. No, right? Sucks. It's it's we we can talk about being in the in the title race all you want, but if we didn't win against West Ham, then we would have been in the title race for a total of what? 7 days. 
eight days. Like, what does it matter? You got to go up. You got to line up. You got to beat the next guy. And we absolutely smashed him. That was the best football I think I have seen them play under Mikel Arteta. I really, I really do believe that. Um, it was, it was slow going. I think we were really missing our chances at the beginning. Yeah, Saka had Saka probably should have had a hat trick with the amount of chances that he had in the first half before we finally, before he finally broke for, through on the pin. But I mean, just the fluid football, the attacking football that we played. I mean, we just caught West Ham completely off guard. It was, it was a masterful performance. I mean, and I'm, you know, it's, you know, it's peak when I'm Arteta out and I'm giving him eight, nine, you know, eight, nine, 10 out of 10. Right. So you got, you got to give a performance like that credit. I mean, William Saliba, absolute, absolute masterclass with his boy, uh, Hutch back there, um, with, uh, with Gabrielle, um, header champions again, by the way, I don't think there's anybody <laughs> else, any other single individual. I think somebody hit me with the stat that, uh, since the break, I believe Gabrielle's in fourth place in scoring in the Premier League. Oh, Those geez. are all headers, by the way. Somebody can feel free to check me on that in the chat, but that's that was dropped on me. Um, you know, it's it, it's a confidence builder. And what was the what was the big C word? It wasn't confidence, it was consistency that I was talking about with you and Tony last last week. And I think we proved that now we will have that consistency moving forward. I know Warrior J has a question that I'm gonna answer here in a minute, but just sticking on the game. Um, absolute masterclass from the guy that we've been talking about on this on this uh, podcast for the last three weeks, and that's Declan Rice. Um, we we were talking about him being the man, being the guy in the six, and being that guy who is a six in the true sense of the word. And Tony was asking for him to say, "Hey, I want him to contribute more offensively." I'm wondering if Declan Rice like listens. You know, they have to listen to our shows. They, they might, they might listen. You know what I'm saying? 100%. They might no, they, they 100% might. do. And De Dex said, you know what? You know what? I'm going to listen to him. I'm going to listen to him. I'm going to go ahead and go out, get two assists, get two assists, and an absolute screamer of a goal from this just goal outside, just outside the final third. Like, I don't even think, like, he was 10 yards outside of the box. It was an absolute screamer of a goal. And he didn't celebrate. You are looking at the future Arsenal captain people and people are saying oh tj why are you talking with so much chess sorry we just won six nil away i'm talking with some chess talk about it, man. Declan rice is the future arsenal captain and that's not and i'm not gonna go ahead uh, that's not me saying oh odegaard didn't put in a shift he absolutely did two assists one of odegaard's best games of the season too easily one of the best games of the season for martin odegaard but Declan rice holding it down in the midfield has been the difference since the boys got back from dubai Period. End of discussion. Not only was he not only was he um, playing, locking down that midfield, he was advancing the ball, getting balls into the final third, and scoring. Mm -hmm. Absolute masterclass from Declan Rice. And he has that winning mentality where, you know what, you know what? I'm not going to celebrate. Yeah, it was a worldie of a goal, but he didn't celebrate. Somebody his old club. He showed him respect, and that is something that I want to see out of an Arsenal captain. That is something I want to see out of an Arsenal captain. Then, Bakayo Saka. He ended up actually getting the man. I think he actually got the official man of the match because he got two goals. I was happy to see that he picked up form. Um, last year, it made me a little nervous when we put him on the pen. Um, because last year at, I believe it was at West Ham. He, he was at West Ham, he missed the penalty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. And I was just like, immediately we're like, oh, man, we're having flashbacks. We're having flashbacks. But he put it away. 
easy as you like. Then got another. Then uh, here, it, it, you, I saw a little bit of an, and this is another reason why I cannot believe I'm going to be big enough Arteta as much as I am. Do you think you could tell that he switched up? He gave these guys different directions for West Ham United because, but you could see Bakayo Saka was not going outside all the time. He was actually cutting in. And on that goal, he got a through ball in between the defenders, which you have not seen Bakayo Saka do very often. I think he, I think he had one other goal doing that exact same thing um, earlier in the season. But other than that, he had been going out wide and he, when he cut in, when he cut in, in between the defenders, perfect through ball, boom, second goal of the game. We need to start looking for other options in the final third, and I think we saw that against West Ham away. And I will say, obviously, West Ham, brutal. Like, here's, here's what they were doing 30 minutes into that game. Towel, you're throwing it in. They were done. They were, they were completely done. They might as well not come out for the final 45. They did not play in the second half, which was nice to see because we could actually sub off our, our strong – starting 11 players and put on some youth, put on Ethan Winieri for more than, for more than five seconds, just for a headline. You know what I mean? And he looked half decent. Obviously West Ham were finished, but from, from the game plan down to the substitutions, it was a perfectly executed game easily. You know, I got to give Mikel Arteta his flowers. It was easily the best game he's coached at Arsenal. And yeah, we move on. We move on to Burnley. I want to see the exact same thing. I don't want to see any, pedals getting put off the gas i don't want to see any feet off the gas period we have yeah, to keep this momentum going into the champions league because porto away is not going to be easy and and i expect us to win now we have the momentum i expect us to get a result away that's right and that's why i rate you because even though you've been critical of the manager and you're not a big fan of the manager and you're critical of certain players if they play well and perform like that you're going to give them their flowers which you I have mean, done You've Bro. done nothing but wax lyrical about everybody involved in that performance, which is the right thing to do. And that's how you know you don't have agendas. You're not downplaying yeah. it. I'm just a fan. You know, I'm just a fan. And and the, the guys, like, that's what, Arsenal supporter. That's why, like, when the, when the guys deserve to be slagged off, I'll slag them off. But when they deserve to be praised, they deserve to be praised. And I think, you know, the only the only players that don't deserve all the flowers, I think, were was, again, Kai Havertz. But by comparison... You know, obviously everybody in the team played well. So, like, you know, I ended up giving Kai Havertz like a seven, right? But he played a decent game. But compared to his cohorts in the midfield, compared to everybody else on the pitch, you know, he just does, he just doesn't contribute as much. But again, yeah, no, I'm I, I try to be as objective as possible. Try to keep the context in in the game and in the context of this game. Fantastic. And for all the people in the chat, and I see Ryan out there, I see you. I, I you're, you're saying, oh, TJ, you're panicking. You're being too negative. Dude, it is February. Talk to me. Talk to me after the, the yeah, Newcastle yeah. game, and then we might have something to talk about. The craziest part is he, he, he agrees with you that Arsenal ain't going to win the league. So I don't know what you're yeah. being negative. No, I know. When, you, when, you're, when, you're over, when your overall opinion and his overall opinion is, is the same. You think yeah. you don't think Arsenal will win the league, and Ryan also nope. thinks Arsenal won't win the league. So I don't yeah, understand Liverpool what you're being won't win negative the about. We, Liverpool yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool won't either. either. Yeah, that's where you disagree. <laughs> like if he said you was being negative about Liverpool, I'd get that because you actually disagree on that. Like he thinks Liverpool mm -hmm. will win the league. You don't, but you both agree on Arsenal. You both have Arsenal right. third. 
But hey, we move. Hey, Ham, big up for the super chat, man. Much appreciated, man. Good to see you on the chat. Thank you very much for the super chat. He says, Kobe Bado, best midfielder in the world. I'm with this. You know what I'm saying? I would have read this out even if you didn't super chat. Like, and the craziest part is, I've said it before, I'll say it again. After we scored that goal against Wolves, and I said that, and I said he's the best midfielder in the Premier League. The fact that people took me seriously when I said that, <laughs> that's why I didn't say anything. Because I'm like, people know me. Like, if it was people who didn't know what I'm like, cool. I know for a fact without even asking TJ, he seen that. I was like, oh, flawless just being an Egypt. He didn't think I genuinely believed that. He didn't bash like, how could you? People genuinely trying to give me, like, reasons as to why that is not the case. That Mado isn't the best midfielder. And I will continue. Every time he plays well or he does something magnificent, I'm going to continue to put that out about Mado just because. like, And just to clarify people, because I have to explain things. No, I don't believe Mado is the best midfielder <laughs> in the Premier League. I don't even think he's the best midfielder at Manchester United. But hey, we going to run the agendas on socials just because. But big up, man, for the super chat every oh, single time, man. Big up to everyone saying big up in the chat as well, man. You lot are real ones. For real. Uh, Eli says, this is a good question. What do you guys oh. think of playing Jesus in the left central midfielder role? So basically, as an 80 saying it, it could be a situation similar to Jolin in that Newcastle where that role suits him more as a technical baller and he can make those late runs. Thoughts? I would say maybe. Um, one thing I will say is I don't want to see him at nine anymore. We have a number nine and his name's Leo Trossard. The guy is an absolute stone cold killer, and I will come back around to this question. He is an absolute stone cold, stone cold killer, and he does not always hit the net. I will say that. I, am I saying that he's the best finisher in the league? Am I saying he's even the best finisher at Arsenal? No, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that he actually makes an attempt. What drives me crazy about Gabriel Jesus and Havertz in the nine is that they hesitate. They have a chance. They hesitate. They look around for a pass instead of just taking a shot on net, which could probably easily either result at worst as a shot on net that's blocked away or parried away. There's several times this season that we've seen that. Trossard doesn't hesitate. He might miss, but that, but pure, like, example, perfect example was that game against West Ham United. Absolute crazy, great finish that you would expect out of a number nine. So, when Jesus does come back and he's healthy and I hope they don't rush him back because I think that has been the problem is that he keeps getting these reoccurring injuries because, because Arteta wants to rush him back into the lineup. No, we have shown that Trossard can be that consistent option at number nine. He can do it. He doesn't hesitate. He's a stone cold killer on his day. Jesus in the LCM role. Man, I think he needs to hold. Personally, I think he needs to hold bench and then come on in come on in reserves for for Martinelli or Saka if they fall out of form. Okay. We saw him. We saw him play right wing um, against Man City and do a job. Played great, hold up football on the right on the right hand side. Did a job, and we saw him do it at Man City for years and years on the left. I would say that he's more of a winger. He's more of that technical winger that can get the ball inside and can give can give your your men in the center more of a chance. Would I just don't I, I don't know. Like I, I wouldn't mind seeing him there because obviously our options at LCM are scant. Like you see you see Havertz in there. He yeah, looks like I a lost freaking, Yeah, dude, Havertz looks, in there. Yeah. Dude, he looks like he looks like Frankenstein, no brain, just like nothing, nothing in there. Like he's more, he's more useful just being a presence at nine than he is stinking up the midfield at the eight, not doing much. 
Like, let's let's just be real here, guys. Let's just be real. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but I wouldn't mind, but I wouldn't want to do that kind of experiment at like when Newcastle come to Arsenal or when we go away to Spurs. Like, if we're gonna do that, let's play a lower league side and see if see if he does a job. Or if we if we dust Porto away, see play him at home. But it's it's not something that we would necessarily I would necessarily want to experiment with. Um, we've seen that. we've seen Kai Havertz play in the eight, and we and we get a win, right? I would I would just say let's go with the starting eleven that we know is going to get us results. And if we have a chance to try him out there, if we need to shoe, shoehorn Gabriel Jesus in that role, I wouldn't. How about this? I would rather see him there than ESR because ESR just hasn't done the job yet. So, so you uh, that so you'd rather see him there than Smith Rowe. I don't yeah. definitely rather see him there than Havertz. I don't think it's actually that that bad of an idea, to be honest. I don't think it's ideal yeah. when you look at the yeah. options Arsenal have. I don't think it is ideal. Well, it's just so, the fact. It's just the, it's it's just the lack of options. The fact that Eli's even bringing this up is embarrassing, right? Like he doesn't. <laughs> how many times has, has Gabriel Jesus played in the midfield? I've I don't think I've ever seen him play it. Nope. That granted, I never really watched him play at Manchester City because I'm an Arsenal fan. I don't really watch Man City unless we're playing Arsenal. But um, he's I've never seen him play in a midfield in a midfield position ever. Nope. So well, outside of, outside of like left man, you know, right right or left wing. So a big a big up yeah. Beijing Reds TV man. Make sure you go big support Beijing the Beijing's them man. Up, every single time man. Make sure you go support uh, Beijing Reds. AJB says question for flawless with the off the pitch getting bell. Does that mean Ten Hag Ten Hag's ice is getting thinner? Um, I think his ice is already razor thin anyway. I don't think it really matters what happens off the pitch. I think the excuses will lessen if we do improve. The Hyatt Rocky, and we seem again, we seem to be making good movements. And I like what I'm hearing. I, I don't know a lot about Jason Wilcox, so I'm not going to lie. I'd have to do my research. You lot in the chat will, will have to let me know. I know he's currently at, is it Southampton? I believe he's currently at. Um, Dan Ashworth, I know a little bit more about because we've been linked to him. But in regards to the level these two are at, it's not the highest, so I'm not sure if they're not exactly the best in class, but it's still a step. It still steps. Let me pluralize that. And I have to give Ineos and give Jim, give Jim Ratcliffe their credit because I didn't expect this. There's still more steps to go, though, people. There's still so many more levels we need to go up. But it's a great start. But it's still, and there's talks of like Manchester United, I think it's either expanding Old Trafford or, well, yeah, expanding Old Trafford, renovating, same difference. And that's what I'm hearing. Again, this all sounds great. I like it. But I keep saying this. Fix the roof. It's really that that difficult. Yeah, did Fix you guys? Did you guys hire? Uh, you guys are hiring all these guys for the front office. Did you hire the fry cook though? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was gonna say that. Say, Yo, don't serve up raw chicken. Somebody told me in the last stream when I was talking about this, the clock it doesn't work inside Old Trafford. How about put a new battery in the clock? Get some screens at Old Trafford. Just the basics, people. Why I scream about on the football pitch is what I also want off the football pitch. Do the basics. And then you work on everything else. But let's just get the basics down. And and that's what it is. Please, like I say, just fix the roof at this point. That would go a long way in 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 convincing me that we are on the right track. Like, okay, like a DOF is great, a CEO is great, a sporting director is great, somebody working under the sporting director. And somebody just please call the roof guy. Please. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, just Google roof guy and fix the roof. I beg. And if the clock's not working, somebody just go put a new battery in the roof. You know what I'm saying? Get some new chefs. 
Like, what are we talking about here? I don't know if the, I don't know if the clock thing is true. Someone did say that, but it wouldn't surprise me. It really, really wouldn't. So it wouldn't surprise me. But hey, we move. Hey, see, yeah, yeah, she, you're a job one. Hey, we gathering all the Infinity Stones flawless. Relax. You know what I'm saying? They could, they could, I don't, I didn't always say this jokingly. It could be magic beans, fam. It could be magic beans, I'm telling you. For real. Dude, Paul dude, teats. Uh, yeah, go, go. No, no, no. I wouldn't, wouldn't you guys like, you guys would settle for some of those old CRT TVs in the, in the, at Old Trafford at this point, bro. Some... The, the stuff from the nine, the stuff from 95, just a big screen that you just yeah, roll just a, in just, there. Just a big screen. Yeah, that's it. Uh, flawless a fan of Ganacho, however, doesn't his final ball decision leave a bit to be desired? People forget he's still learning, uh, left, left goals behind last game. Yeah, his final ball does need to be worked upon, but that is probably just most wingers in general, especially young wingers. Like the better wingers are the wingers who, again, this comes down to basics decision making one, being able to make the correct decision, and two, being able to execute it. And Ganacho has to work on that. Ganacho shouldn't be playing first team for Manchester United. I'm not saying he shouldn't be a part of the squad because I think with the attributes he has, he has good acceleration. He's a willing runner, never hides, but he should be coming off the bench. But with those attributes, I think he can be useful. Whether he's good enough or not, he needs to add more to his bag. I keep saying it's like the game against, what game was it? Was it the last game? It might have been the West Ham game. Maybe. But he got the ball on the right-hand side, step over, went past someone and a shot with his left foot. I've never seen Ganacho do that. And the shot was decent and he missed, but I'm like, that's adding to your game. I've never seen him cut in from the right, shoot with his left. And he cut in from the right with a piece of skill. Like he needs to start, he needs to continue to add to his game. But yeah, in regards to his decision-making, especially most young wingers are like that. Most of them are like that. Like we've heard TJ on here criticize Osaka, who most, including myself, would say is one of the better right wingers in the league. But decision-making, I'm a big fan of Rafael Liao, even though he's struggling in front of goal. When I've watched him this time, his decision-making has left a lot to be desired. But when you are younger, I can't remember Rafael Liao's um, age off the top of my head, but I know, I think he's mid-20s now, but I've even watched him when he was younger 20s. That's what makes an Mbappe so much different. Because nine times out of ten, his decision-making is spot on. Yes, he's absolutely electric. Acceleration, top speed, ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Finishing, ridiculous. Like him pre-pause from a physical aspect. Hey, yo, ridiculous. Hey, yo. Hey, hey, yo. But that's not the norm, but his decision making. When I'm watching Mbappe, I'm like, yeah, you make the right, you make the correct decision more often than not. Like that type of thing. And even speaking of Mano from Hem Super Chat, even though he's not a winger, that's him. Normally his decision, he makes the correct decision and plays the correct pass at the correct time. Like that's it. And pick up to Carter as well. You lot, make sure you big up Connor because the new banner on the YouTube page, Connor made it. So if you need edits, go check it out, people. Yo, Connor, there you go. Yeah, yeah, because Connor hit me up and he was like, you don't have a banner? And I was like, do you make edits? And he was like, yeah. I was like, all right, let's make, let's make one and we'll pattern something. Yo. So if you need edits, that's your guy. Good prices as well. So make sure you go support Connor as well. And you'll see me on his channel. And let's see, yeah. what, what are you talking about, Will? This guy, Flawless, um, I'm trying to do a Mount Hate along. Any update when the TikTok King is back? I did see people posting him on socials, but I don't watch videos on socials like, when it comes to that. So if it's that important, I know you lot will tell me, oh, such and such has happened, go and watch this. But there's nothing to, to say in regard. It's just such a bad signing. And the crazy part is his contract was done in a year. So if we really wanted him, we could have just waited until January, just gone last month and signed him in the summer and saved ourselves a big money and saved ourselves 
are probably are signing on for you and a whole and spent that money elsewhere. But people said, trust the manager, he knows what he's doing. And he's still weeks away. And I don't even know what his injury is. Does anyone actually know what Mount's injury is? Because I have no idea what his actual injury is. It seems he's just been out for ever. I can't remember pride, the last time pride. he played. <laughs> I said pride. Yeah, for real. And the thing is, he don't even get back in the team. Spent all that money, chased him all summer long, and he doesn't get back in the team. But hey, we move, man. Like I'm really not fussed. Warrior Jason's uh, Arsenal have been scoring goals in set pieces lately. Thoughts on Arsenal? Well, I don't even want to say thoughts on it. What do you think it is that you're scoring so many goals from set pieces? Is it something in particular, or is it a mix of things? Ah, uh, I, 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 I think it's a mix of things. I think it's we're 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 finally we're we're risking not hitting the first man. Like we're not we're actually risking. We're putting more arch on the ball from our set pieces. I think that's I think we're giving our 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 center our tall center backs a chance our tall um our tall midfield a chance to actually get ahead on the ball. What you're seeing a lot less of, especially with Declan Rice on set pieces, which I did not see that coming. Like when we for when we saw Declan Rice on set pieces against West Ham, me and Connor were like, what are we doing? And then he puts in two dimes, dimes. Like, and, and I really think that we're coaching, we're coaching more, like, uh, try to get, you know, if, get more height on it. If you end up hitting it over, that's fine. If you end up, if you end up putting in a stinker, that's fine. But it don't hit the first man. That was what we were doing all season up until the Dubai break is we were hitting, we were hitting the first man. Yeah, we were getting, we were getting set pieces that, you know, here and there, header champions and that. But the improve the drastic improvement since we've gotten back from Dubai, I think, is Arteta saying, you know what? If you put it over, you put it over. But don't hit the first man, because then we get countered immediately. So that's just what that's just what I know. That's a really good question. And and honestly, and look, we're second in the league um, in from goals from set pieces to Everton, and that's pretty much how Everton score. So the fact that we're we're starting to score from open play and we're scoring from our set pieces, man. If we can continue this form. I, I you you might turn me into a believer. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. But the fact that we are finally scoring from open play is is a huge boost to the Arsenal fan bases and the and the Arteta naysayers because that's what we've been saying all season long. I've been saying it on this podcast every single week since August, and now we're finally showing improvement in that area. So I'm guessing. And this is your upcoming fixture list. So this is yep. up until the Manchester City game away at Burnley on Saturday. Then you're at home to Newcastle, away to Sheffield United, home to Brentford, home to Chelsea, and then away at Manchester City. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you two questions. Do you think, can Arsenal win all of these Premier League games up until Manchester City? Yes, we okay. can. Um, this Will is, you? The biggest challenge I see on there is Newcastle at home. Hmm. Newcastle are a bogey team for us. I don't know why hmm. they just are. I think the la I don't I don't remember the last time we beat them at home. I think we 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 beat them at St James Park last season one nil, and they stunk out a draw against us at home. We have problems against them because they are so physical. They're a shit house team. Bruno Gamarish going out there playing hockey and rugby, forearming people in the back. Nobody's nobody's calling it. The guy gets away. With every, I'm not going to get into that, but I'm still frustrated about that. They play us very, very physical, and we, we as a club, just aren't used to that. 
We are not, we do not have a ton of big men in the midfield. We have Kai Havertz who gets stuck in and was a shithouse back. I will give him credit for that, but Martin Odegaard is not going to be the guy that gets stuck in. Declan Rice, yeah, he's that tall, he's a presence, but he isn't going to be getting in people's faces and, and getting stuck in like Kai Havertz is. We get bullied. That's that's the problem okay. with 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 Newcastle. Whenever we play, oh, Newcastle, you reckon it's a physicality standpoint? It's a physicality yeah, thing. Okay, they're shit yeah. housing. They're freaking. They're freaking. Buddy, and by the way, the people are, oh yeah, TJ, you think you're gonna get beat Man City away? I'm, I'm talking about the games leading up to Man City. Yeah, I did ask that, just Man to clarify, City. people. I did say just up to until clarify. Manchester City. I did because I am, I am, I am, I am 99.9% sure we are dropping points at the Etihad. Okay, there's obviously that little sliver of hope that we don't, but we are. Let's just be real. So Newcastle, I think, is the toughest fixture in that, um, in that. In, in that run-up, Burnley, we're going to turn over. I'm going to say 3-0 minimum. Newcastle, right. I hope we get a result. Sheffield, 3-0 minimum. Brentford, yeah. at home, we should be we should be killing them. I think we beat them 5-0 the last time they played us at home. And then Chelsea at home, last time we yeah, played them at home, we Chelsea. beat them 3-0. So, yeah, we're, we're going to be beating them. So, I think, uh, yeah, I think, honestly... Based on his best, based on history and how Eddie Howe plays against us, he offers the toughest matchup. He really yeah, does. I think they are the toughest matchup out of this, up, obviously, up until Manchester City. And I said, shout out to those on Dan Potts' channel. Big up to Dan Potts. And me and Judge, Judge Mo was, was debating this. And I was saying, aha, I think Arsenal will drop points in this running because everyone's looking. Is it favorable on paper? Yes. But I think this will show to me why Arsenal are not won't win the league title. Like, if this is Manchester City with this running, so let's say Manchester City apparently away, Newcastle at home, Sheffield United away, home to Brentford, home to Chelsea. We're expecting five wins out of five. It's not a debate. Yep. But yep, with Arsenal, it is there. I think you be away to Burnley. I've said this. I think it'll either be Newcastle at home or Brentford at home that you lot will drop points. Boom. I think it'll be one of those two. I think it will be one of those two. And I think this will show as to why. Because the pressure is on. Because one, you've been in a good run of form recently. And two, like I said, the pressure is more so, even more so on because it's favorable. And yeah. it's like, the, all right, let's go and put a run of games. Yeah, though the only reason I think uh, the only reason yeah. I'm going to disagree with you is because Brent, Brentford they just don't have the personnel. They just don't have the personnel to equal so. us, to be honest. Yeah. I, I really don't think so. So so is is Embuemo back? I believe so. I think I yeah, I think he so, so, so and Bremo's back really they got Ivan Tony. Ivan Tony you well, Ivan Tony well, well, yeah. yeah. I can Tony. see that happening and it's That's yo, true. we should have signed him. I can hear troops already. Well no, Oh no, and he's he, well. He's exactly right. So you literally put you literally put two guys on those. You literally focus on those guys. Where are the goals coming from? We got to lock locking down Ivan Tony. That's one guy. I think I literally think we can we can beat them at home. I really do think so. We yeah, beat him. We beat him when they had Ivan Tony last season. Yeah, you can. I was thinking one man is saying, and Bremo is back in training. Apparently, I could just see that. Okay. I, I really oh, well, yeah. You're right. these games. Well, no, here's here's my biggest problem with Arsenal too, and I'm still I'm still yeah. gonna disagree with you. I still think we're gonna beat them, but we play awesome. down to the opposition, yeah. and that is what kills me. That's why we dropped five points. Could you imagine where we'd be if we hadn't dropped five points because we lost concentration against Fulham? That's gonna kill me. Bro. My point is, Fulham fit that category. Yeah. Fulham, at a, we should beat Fulham at home. We should beat West Ham at home. Hear that for Arsenal fans. But the reason why yeah. Arsenal falls short is quality people. I'm telling you. 
And that's why, it, like I said, it will be, do I think it's much more likely to be Newcastle? Yes, because Newcastle are a better outfit than Brentford. But it's going to be one of these two games. Arsenal, and I said this, and Mo was like, how could you just say that? Because it's like, I'm saying, you just say Arsenal, I'm saying no from a quality perspective. Because if the reason it's not just a hate thing, because if this was Liverpool with this running, I wouldn't be sat here saying this. We've watched Arsenal do this, and I think they yeah. will. It will be one of these games because everyone's looking at it and going, yeah, they should win off five and leading. I don't know how many games you've won before that, but that would be what seven, eight in a row at that point if you win these five. It would be, be if we if we if we if we win that run up, it'll be eight. And that's title winning form. Eight eight in a row is tight. Like that's title contending form. That's serious. Yeah. But you put eight in wins in a row actually that actually that's nine actually that's nine five six seven eight nine that's nine in a row if we win all those okay yeah that's one two yeah yeah three four five six i gotta get out my i gotta get out my fingers and toes bro ten nine nine if we win nine if we win nine if we win every every game leading up to man city it's nine nine actually be you know what i just checked it let me just double check this to make sure i'm not off i'm not mixed in so last time you dropped points in the premier league was oh yeah i missed out the fulham um arsenal when you lost to fulham but yeah palace so yeah, yeah. i think you're right that's one that's two three four yeah and adding these five will be na- that's title winning form and then let's yep. say you it go is. and get a draw then against city so that means you would have won nine out of your last ten i don't think I, so so well, here's i'm gonna say something and i'm gonna get i'll probably get absolutely wasted in the yeah, chat but i don't care <laughs> if we go if we win nine in a row leading up to man city and we drop points at man city Okay, that's accept that's acceptable, but it's not acceptable to drop points anywhere else other than Tottenham and possibly Man United, because we because we we struggle at at Tottenham, we struggle at Man United, and I don't care how bad Man United are, we struggle at Old Trafford all the time. Yeah, we beat our we beat ourselves at Old Trafford half the time, so it's my expectations for this club are through the roof because I have seen what this club can do if they apply themselves and if they take their chances. We have three games in the league that we could that I will accept dropping points at and I just name them because they're because they're rivalries, they're tough places to play away. The rest of them, nah man, nah. If we're if we are truly title contenders, win all the rest of those games. See, and, and that's where it will that's where it'll be shown, but it's going to be interesting yep. this run. It's going to be very interesting. RSV says, Flawless, what's your thoughts on Dan Ashworth? I like because he has a track re- He has a good track record and what he's done at Newcastle and players that he's brought in. He's brought in some very good players there to good players as well. Not the creme de la creme. He's not an Omar Barada of his field, but he's had, at least I would say, moderate success at Newcastle. So I would have preferred somebody else, but I gotta trust the CEO who's Omar Barado. I gotta trust, I believe Jean-Claude Blanc is an advisor. So I have to trust these people to do their job. And maybe there's something with Dan Ashworth that we've not seen yet. Maybe there's more to tap in potential-wise. Maybe Dan Ashworth has not done more because no disrespect, he's been at Newcastle. Whereas when you're at Manchester United, you just have more resources. Yes, Newcastle have very, very rich owners and have big money to spend, despite FFP, they still have money to spend. But when you're at Manchester United, that pull is still different. And people say, oh, well, you haven't been successful over a long period of time. Yet we still managed to sign top quality players at that time. Players may have joined and failed, 
And but at the time when we signed certain players, it's like, oh, he's the top player. Like, oh, now does not worked out. He was sought after in the summer. He was looked at as, yeah, that's a very good signing. Same way we signed Casemiro during this period. Same way we signed Varane. Same way we signed Pogba. Same way we signed Zlatan. Same way we signed Alexis Sanchez, a Falcao, a Di Maria. The list goes on. Even though some of those names didn't work out, the point that I'm making is Manchester United will have that pull. One, because we're Manchester United in name. And two, we pay the big, we have the big bag in wages. And players know that. Agents know that. So you maybe it's a resources thing where you can where that they see with Dan Ashworth. So maybe it's that. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that is indeed the case. So Connery says question for Flawless. Does any United player deserve to make the England squad for the upcoming World Cup? Take away Southgate's bias. What's crazy? I think, he, I met, I think he met he, he met the Euros. I think he Oh yeah, Euros. Yeah, 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 yeah. Euros. That's what he meant. Yeah, yeah. Big up to you, Connor. Um, what's ironic is obviously my cousin's birthday yesterday, so I was there with the fam and with me and his his brothers, my other cousins, was talking about it. I like how England and if I was saying England have the best team but won't win it because of Southgate. But in regards to does any Manchester United player deserve to go outside and no bias aside, and I know I was running jokes before about Mayno should go if he continues this form because England in that area lack of lot of quality, like when it comes to a defensive six or eight. Like him and Rice as a blend, speaking of Rice, makes mm. sense in that midfield to me. Rice, Mayno, whether it's Bellingham, whether it's Madison, whether it's Grealish, whoever you else you want to play in that midfield three. But does any outside of Mayno, maybe sure because there's just no other left backs. But they're the only two that I can think of. But I'm not going to, Rashford or form really shouldn't go. Who else do we even have in the English? I don't even know what other English players. Maguire, I suppose, actually. Yeah, I got from Maguire in there. I don't think he should start, but he's performed well this season. He's had a decent season, so he should go, to be honest. But I don't think he's had a... He's not played badly at all. And I'm the first to criticise him, so I got, I'm always the first to criticise, first to praise. I'm very fair. And even though I don't rate him, when called upon, Harry Maguire's done his job this season, so he should go based off that. So probably Sean Maguire, Mano. If the chat can think of someone that I've missed, I would say that's it. That's it. Let's see what else you are saying as well. Warrior J says, flawless moving to United, flawless thoughts on the upcoming Luton game on Sunday. Well, see, it'll be a tough game because Luton will give Luton will give us a game. Like I've watched Luton a few times this season, and they always this tough place to go. Well, not tough place. They're always gonna put in the effort, they're always gonna do the basics, and they're always gonna be spirited and give you a game. All we have to do is match that. If we match their effort and be spirited as well and do the basics, which I talk about all the time, our superior quality will kick in. That's all we need to do. Just don't go there and don't do anything silly. Play the game. Don't let the crowd, you know what I'm saying, um, get rowdy. Don't let that place start getting loud because they're going to be up for it because Manchester United are coming into town. So that place, Luton, the place is always rocking anyway, but specifically with Manchester United coming to town, that place is going to be rocking. So don't go there mm. and give away an early goal. Don't go there and give away a lot of corners and free kicks in dangerous areas. Don't be silly again. Comes back to the basics. That's what I would say. Come back to the basics. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. no worries, Connor. Yeah, yeah. TJ caught it. It's all good. And yeah, before we continue, like check one, two, one, two. Like check one, two, one, two. Let's run up those likes. Over 50 people in here. Oh. I'm not sure how many likes we are on. We are on 
43 likes. That's actually decent. Let's get up to 50 likes and subscriber check. Roll to 10K. Hit that subscriber button. Hit the notification bell as well. We're currently at, let me refresh it. I think it was 9,620. But I know there's at least five of you lot who haven't subscribed. So get us to 9,625. And make sure you subscribe to TJ's channel as well. TJ Warren TV. One of the months put his channel in the comments. The link's underneath in the description. It's also on the featured channel page as well. So you have ample ways to find TJ's channel. So make sure you go and subscribe. And big up to uh, my guy Cam Cam in the chat who says, we're not winning <laughs> nine on the dot. And that's it, Cam Cam. But when I say it, it sounds wild because people are like, oh, you just hear Arsenal. Like, no, I don't think Arsenal are that calibre of a team to go and win nine on the dot. Do I think Manchester City can do that as much as I dislike them? Yes. Do I think Liverpool are capable of they've going to do They've shown they can that? do it. Yes. Yeah, they've shown they can do it. Liverpool can do it. Someone told me Liverpool go win. I know they're on a winning run now. Oh, they can win down. I'm not arguing you that. I think that's the difference between City and Liverpool and Arsenal. And why I think Arsenal will finish third. Now, they could prove me wrong. Maybe they go and win these next five and then they draw at City and then Arsenal and say, I called this wrong. Arsenal are much better than I expected, like last season. Arsenal yeah. were miles better than I expected them to be. I think most people, I don't think anyone expected the Arsenal we've seen. Yeah. And, and, and Cam Cam is 100% correct. They were likely not going to, what I am talking about is we have shown that we are capable. So if we are serious about it, we'll do it. But has this team under Mikel Arteta ever won nine in a row? No, that's it. That's it. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's it. And Ryan says, to be fair, Arsenal are four in a row and their next five games are a piece of piss. All right. So let me ask you then, Ryan, just a Here quick question. Go, Ryan. Oh, just, just a quick question. Do you have them winning the five? Yeah. That's what I want to know, Ryan. Do you have them winning the five games in a row? Like, that's what I want to know. I just need a yes or no. That's that's what I want to know. <laughs> and to Cam Cam, who says, uh, flawless, if Arsenal win the league, I'll start jumping at these streams again. I just want agenda <laughs> FC. Fez, I'm saying, I'm hoping if you lot win the league, you oh. and TJ... Tony, oh. the rest of the Arsenal fans, guess what? This is how you lot know that I show love it, all the time. Uh, if celebration, stream, league, celebration stream for these men. I'd leave these men to it. it who, if, if we win the league, uh, you, I'm getting kicked yeah. off YouTube. Yeah, so, I'd rightfully yeah. so. Celebration stream. Same yeah. way with AFCON. As we was obviously running bands and jokes. Shout out to Prime, Victor, and uh, C1. And Prime was like, oh, if, if Nigeria win it, can I host the Q&A? Of course, man. Celebrate. Just that there ain't City fans like that around, but if Arsenal win the league or Liverpool win the league, I'll let their fans on this channel. This is your moment. As much as my head, like, yo, you deserve it. You win the league. Like, do your thing. Do your Back. thing. So you're saying, yes, they're winning their nine games in a row. All right, cool. We so win. easy. Um, you know what, Ryan? If you, oh, I'm going <laughs> to, you're going to regret being in the members only chat if that happens, <laughs> if we lose. If we drop point, if we drop points to like, like Chelsea, say we draw at Chelsea or lose to Chelsea. I am going to That's going to be you. the beautiful thing. I am going to find you. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing, TJ, is people act like we haven't seen this before. It all looks great on paper for Arsenal. Same way, I swear, before you played, wait, if I remember correctly, last season, the Southampton game, you drew 3 all. Did you not play City? Was it not in and around that time? Am I mistaken? Did you play the? It was around. It was. It, it was in and around that time. I gotta. I gotta. You know what? I gotta. Chat, let me know. So we've so basically, and that's off the top of my head. We've seen this before. You are killing me, Ryan. When they drew free free to Southampton, they lost to somebody else at home or drew. I swear they was playing Arsenal or I mean it was playing a City or a Liverpool around that time. 
if I remember correctly. And they oh, could have went a certain amount of points clear. Because it was two games, the West Ham game as well. I swear it was around that time. <laughs> so... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Big up Vader in the chat as well. Every single Big time. Big up Vader. Big up Vader every single time, man. That's my guy. Let me budge you actually, Vader, one second. Yes. Big up to Vader. Guy. Every single oh time. Let me add you. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, now, now you got me. Now you got me looking this up. Uh, See, look, Eli said it. Pool, West Ham, then Southampton. Thank you. Thank you, Eli. See, yeah. And what was the result against Liverpool? Do you remember? Was that the home game or the away no, game? No, it was two. It was it was two two when we coughed it up. That was whenever. Oh, that was when it you. all fell down. Yeah, that was when it all fell down. So 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 people, and that's off the top of my head. We've seen this before, literally last season, where before that we would have went go to Anfield and get a draw. That's a good result. Then you beat West Ham away and then you beat Southampton at home, and then that sounds fantastic. On paper, that's a, on paper. In the words of Ryan, in words of little bro. That's a piece of piss. You guys are crazy. These next five games are ridiculously easy. So was West Ham and Southampton. Southampton are a championship side. And West Ham away from yeah. home, they should have beat two. On paper. Yeah. On yeah. paper. Liverpool, 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 2-2. Two, two. West Ham, 2-2. Two, two. Southampton, 3-3. Three, three. Man City, 4-1. That run. <laughs> that will live in Arsenal infamy forever. Man, why do we have to keep digging this body up, bro? It's just, it's, I'm, it's, ne it's never going away. It's never and, going away. And to Roger, he says, flawless. Why are we getting Southampton's DOF? Is he that good? I've not done my due diligence and research to know Roger, but we're not getting him as the DOF. If to be correct, according to the article, he was on goal, he's going to work under Dan Ashworth. How would that would work out? I don't know. Very similar how we got Omar Barado, and he was, I always mix this up. I think he was the CEO at Manchester City, and now he's the COO for us. It would be like that. That's what it said. So he'll be working underneath Dan Ashworth in some capacity. That, that's what it would be. So he wouldn't be the director of football, sporting director. I say all these titles and all these, you know, acronyms baffle me at times, people. Mm. that That's what it is. That's what I would say. But yeah, Arsenal are winning night in the row because it's ridiculously easy. Like West Ham and Southampton were two ridiculously easy fixtures. And look what happened. Look what happened. Everyone would have said Liverpool draw, you beat West Ham away, you beat Southampton at home, and then you'll come and then City away, then you see you see what you can do. Yeah. But I will be here, man. But I still drop points in one of these games and watch it. The I've called it wrong and it's Chelsea. Get me <laughs> get me on a stream with him so I could just Oh, we go have the we gonna make that happen. We're gonna do the gonna talk from the Arsenal oh. analysis Anfield, Man oh. United pod. Are we doing that? We doing that 100 percent We go we gonna make that happen. With, without me. doubt, we are going to make that happen. Without doubt, we will be doing that 110%. Let's see what else you are saying. Yeah, man, of course, Vader, man. You're part of the team, so that's why I modded you. That's why yes, I modded sir. you. And we're at 50 likes. Big up. Continue to run up the likes, though. Continue to get your questions in as well. Just please keep them Manchester United or Arsenal related. Ed says, if all defenders are fit, what position would you want to see Timber play? Left back, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You saw this guy put in an absolute shift against Man City in the Community Shield. And yeah, people say it's a charity game. Man City didn't take it seriously, blah, blah, blah. They, they, they looked like they were pretty serious to me. Cole Palmer looked like he was pretty serious to me. So, and, and I'll tell you what, Timber looked like 
he belonged there. Like he he slotted right in. Obviously, you know, we we had our stinker against United. It was you know, it was it was a preseason match in the true sense of the world word at MetLife. But this guy slotted in against Man City in the community shield like he had been playing for us for a couple of years. I want to see him at left back. I want to see him solidify it and because not only does he have not only is he a left back in the true sense of the word, he does have the ability to carry the ball forward. Whereas nope. Kiwi or our, our, our only other option doesn't really do that very often. And Tommy Asu is not a, le- is not a natural left back. Yeah. He can play over there, but you would want to see him on the right. So yeah, no, no left timber left back immediately. And now, and I'm, I'm just now we're kind of asking what if, if um if Timber hadn't gotten that ACL injury, like what if what would we be looking at? We wouldn't. I don't think we would be looking at losing any games in the group stage in the Champions League. I think our I think our our vulnerability over on the left side of the pitch is pretty is pretty brutal. So it, I I think I think that he solidifies that left side, and uh, we we move we move forward going there because whenever you talk about the back line, who are you normally talking about? You're talking about the left. You're talking about the fact that we have to play QE or there. You're talking about the fact that we have Zinchenko inverting and we have uh, essentially a back three. You're talking about you're talking about party when he wasn't injured. He was over there playing on the right and inverting. You know, it's we're always talking about our fullbacks more, more our left back. So yeah, Timber. Left back right away. Let's go. Huh? Get him in there. Huh? That's fair. That's fair. And Ryan actually came up. This is actually a good question. Let me see. He was so good. I actually forgot to star it from him because it is in regards to the title race. I'm just stunned that he actually had a good question. It says, who has the most favorable run of fixtures for the rest of the season out of us being in Liverpool, Arsenal and Manchester City? So this is Arsenal in the Prem. So we'll see what we class it. So Burnley away, of course, tomorrow, if you're in the UK time zone um, yeah. or another time zone. Newcastle at home, Sheffield United away. Home to Brentford, home to Chelsea, away at City, home to Luton, away at Brighton, home to Villa, away at Wolves, away to Spurs, away to Bournemouth, away to Manchester United, at home to Everton. So I would say it's tough because obviously form from your team, form from other teams, injuries on both sides can play a factor. But we can just try and basis of what we class as tough. To me, when I look at these Arsenal games, I go Newcastle at home, City away, Brighton away. Spurs away, Arsenal away. I would say those five. Mm-hmm. Maybe did I mention Brighton? Yeah, I mentioned Brighton. So yeah, they're the five for me. I would say those five. Well, you say it. Obviously, you can pull up the fixtures for yourself as well, TJ, yeah. and you can see for Arsenal in regards. But I'd say five. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at. I'm looking at Arsenal right now. So yeah. yeah. So new. So we got Burnley away in the league. I'm only going in the league. Yeah, yeah, league, league. We're still, in the, yeah, we're still in the champs, but still Burnley, Burnley away. Um, Newcastle at home. Sheffield away. Brentford at home. Chelsea at home. Man City away. Luton Town at home. Brighton at home or Brighton away. Aston Villa at home. Wolves away. Tottenham away. Bournemouth at home. United away. Everton at home, which will win five nil after the league is done and dusted, and we finish third. <laughs> um, I I mean the 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 toughest the toughest fixtures for us. I mean I think I think just just based on form, you have a you have a tougher you have a tougher schedule. But I mean if we're if we're talking honestly, the toughest games like I like I said, I already mentioned Newcastle at home. They always play us very very tough. Um, Brighton Brighton near. Brighton are a team. You don't know what Brighton you're going to end up playing, but we should beat them away. 
Wolves away might be challenging. Gary O'Neill might might bring something to us. Um, Tottenham away is going to be is going to be a problem. And yeah, they're going to be up for that, especially if you are involved in a title race and they're still chasing. They're they're going to be. It is going to be. That is probably going to be the match of the season at that mm-hmm. point in the game because it's. I think it's going to be deciding spots and and honestly, like it's. <sighs> It, it stresses me out. That's why it's so important for us not to drop any of these points against against sides like Brentford, against sides like Bournemouth, against Wolves away. You know, and Wolves are not an easy team to beat. Like people, people can't come out of here and say, "Oh yeah, Wolves, Wolves will push over at home." They're not. Gary O'Neill has trained those guys to to be killers on their day. So yeah, I'm not looking past anything, man. I'm really not. Yeah. I'd say about five. So this is Manchester yeah. City's running Chelsea at home. Brentford at home, Bournemouth away, Manchester United at home, Liverpool away, Brighton away, Arsenal at home, Villa at home, Palace away, Luton at home, Spurs away, Forest away, Wolves at home, Fulham away, West Ham at home. So I'd look at that and I'd go, obviously, of course, Liverpool away, without doubt, Arsenal at home, Brighton away, Spurs away. I'd say those four are the ones I'm looking at and go, they'll be tough fixtures for them. I would say. Mm. So I think this is a less than Arsenal. And then this is the Liverpool running. So you got Brentford, obviously away to Brentford, home to Luton, away at Forest, home to Manchester City, Merseyside Derby, away at Goodison, home to Brighton, home to Sheffield United, away to Liverpool, away to Palace, away at Fulham, away to West Ham, home to Spurs, away at Villa and at home to Wolves. It might be Liverpool still. Yeah, look at this. City obviously will be tough. Ever in a way, regardless, that'll be tough. That'll be tough. Yeah. Like they're gonna give you a game. Like they're gonna give you, and if you're off it. So I look at yeah, City home, ever in a way, Manchester United away. They're probably the three. So in regards to favorable running, probably Liverpool. In my yeah. opinion, probably Liverpool. Like Liverpool, then City, then Arsenal. I think Arsenal have the least fit on paper right now on the 16th of February 2024. 1.02 a.m. UK time. Green, <laughs> is it, is it, what is it? Greenwich? You know what I'm saying? Greenwich? Greenwich, Greenwich time, time, yeah. Greenwich time, yeah, that's what we got off now. 1.02 Greenwich time, man. You know what I'm saying? Right, that, that's what I would say. So, yeah, Ryan, you've kind of just, you know, thank you for asking this question because to me, Arsenal have the toughest run of fixtures on paper currently right now. And I say Liverpool yeah. actually have the more favourable. If you can yeah. swap someone, I, I would. if I'm chasing a tie, I want Liverpool's running. But then yeah, if, I'm, mean, if I'm if I'm in the running, I want City's team with City's manager. So here we are. <laughs> right. I mean, and, and Liverpool, Liverpool, do they they don't they still don't know their their FA Cup schedule. They still don't know their True. um they don't do they know Europa their league. I know they're playing they're playing Europa League right now, so they don't know what yeah, the not yet, because is. obviously they won the because they won their group. Yeah, they won the they won round. they yeah, yeah, they're in the next round already. So so who knows? I mean, really really it could come like we might be thinking fixture congestion. Who knows? Like it's True. it's a big it's a big question at this point, but but yeah, if you're looking purely at the league, then yeah, Liverpool has an easy run in. I mean, and everybody's gonna be watching that game on March tenth, so that's it. Oh, it's gonna I be fun. To hear what you're saying there. And Stephanie G says, TJ, do you think Arteta is prioritizing the Premier League over the Champions League? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he is. Okay. I think so. I, I think so. So it's uh, what, what are, I, I think 
it, it's tough because I, I don't think we have the quality of squad to go far in either in to go the distance in the Champions League. But I have to say the same thing against the for the Premier League. But if you're look, at, here's why I say this, Stephanie is, and I always and I and I say this because I'm a broken record. The the, the best judge of future behavior is past behavior. He does not take Europe seriously and he stays in the job. If we get top four, if we get top, you know, if we get top three, I think he will take Porto very, very seriously, but then he's going to be looking at, okay, what fixtures do we have in the league? What fixtures do we have in the champions league? And do we have a chance? Like if we get a favorable draw in the quarters, then I, I would expect him to put all the horses out there. But if, you know, we're playing, you know, Real Madrid, in the quarters, then it's probably, he's probably going to be like, eh, well, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to focus on winning the match that we know we're going to win. And I think people are going to be like, Oh, TJ, why, why would you say that? Blah, 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 blah. Because he does not take Europe seriously. Throws these tournaments in the bin for continued success in the league. However you want to, their version of success, which is top four. Mm -hmm. So, he stays in the job. I mean, if we drop out of the top four trying to go and win a Champions League, he's gonna get. He's gonna be out of the job, period. Because we're not in the Champions League next season, and we already binned off the other two trophies that would have gotten us into Europe. So yeah, I'm still thinking. I'm still thinking it's 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 Premier League. As and big up to Sunshine. Big she says flawless to TJ. Let's go. Big up to Sunshine every single time. Yes. And I get to this because it is you, King, who says, Flawless, in your opinion, yes. do you think Liverpool will have a massive drop-off next season without Klopp? That's a good question. I don't think it will be a massive drop-off, depend depending on who they get. What I will say is they will definitely have a drop-off, whether it's minor, whether it's me, uh, the middle ground, or whether it's major is dependent on the manager. That's what I would say. But will they have a drop-off? Yes, they will. And Andy says, do you think Ivan Tony is a Mikel Arteta player with the off-the-field distractions? Reminds me of Laka and Oba. Ooh, I think that every... I think you'd be fooling yourself if you didn't think that every player had an ego on these clubs. Like, obviously, him and Laka did not get along, but who is to say that that Ivan Tony uh, doesn't get along? Why Has, has Ivan Tony had a, ever had a rift with, with the Brentford manager? With no, Thomas Frank, never. To my Thomas knowledge. Frank, nope. no, he hasn't. He's been, he's been, a, he's been loyal to that club. I mean, you know, discount a few drunken Instagram posts. Um, he's been loyal to that club, and he's, and he's, and he's come back to Brentford, and he didn't hold anybody. He didn't hold a gun to anybody's head when mm. he was, he was twerking for Arsenal on, on Instagram. I don't think that he is going to be the same thing, and I think that saying that Ivan Tony is going to have an off-field distraction he got suspended for gambling how many people have done that how many players are getting suspended for that same thing i i think that the uh, uh, the obama yang situation is completely different because ivan tony knows what are what he's going to get in an arteta side obama yang and laka um or arteta inherited obama yang and laka Ivan Tony wants to come to Arsenal. There's differences yeah. there. And That's I really it. don't think that there's done that that Ivan Tony's done anything other than get in trouble, you know, with and he paid the fine to to say, you know, behaviorally in the locker room that he won't be an asset. And I think Arteta as long as he shows up to practice on time and falls in line and is that killer, 
I think I think he's gonna be. He would be just fine at Arsenal. He'd yeah, be just fine. I think he would. Yeah, I think he would be. That's why I don't want you to get him from a Manchester United perspective. <laughs> oh, I, I need think him. Man, yeah, like I want him at Old Trafford. Hey, Manchester United is serious. Any else? Oh no, you guys got United Hoyland, dude. Hoyland, Hoyland's, on, Hoyland's on it now. Don't worry. He he a hundred percent. So we can't it. have we can't have two. This ain't a relationship. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why not, the bro? Fuck? No, that's just yeah, selfish. yeah, yeah. That's just, bro, that's just selfish. Policy. Hey, yeah. hey, we got these jokers across the city. You know what I'm saying? We got Harland and Alvarez and Foden and Doku and Grealish and Bernardo Silva. Dude, I barely have like, one. I have like I like have half. Well, I don't consider Trossard half a nine, but he doesn't play it. Yeah, we, I got we, Eddie. We, and, we, it's well, I got Eddie and Kedia, dude. Come on. Yeah, and, yeah, that that is true. We have Martial, who is not only just not good enough, can't stay. I don't even know. I don't one. even know. Martial is Martial. I never. Yeah, exactly. He's injured now until the end of this. We legit have one senior striker. I say we have a, our strike force currently yeah. don't have double fig. None of them have double figures in a top domestic European league. Hey, yeah. Tony, man, Tony Hoyland. Lit man, go get Benz. There, there we go. And to see Cube do sets, flawless. I mean, uh, Manchester United get in Europe, and flawless gonna have to have a Ten Hag in party. Ha ha, hilarious. C Cube, no, <laughs> like it's like it's like when troops troops asked me this and was like, Oh, well, Maguire and, and no. McTominay are saving you. You still on for top four? And let me just clarify this for people. I don't know when this became a thing, I don't know what season or what year this became a thing where people started to celebrate top four. I don't celebrate top four. Top four to me is the bare minimum. Manchester United spend enough to the point where top four, we should be one of the four best teams in the country. That shouldn't be. And to put it into NBA terms for you lot, if you're a good NBA team, you should be over 500. Comfortably yeah. over if you're a good NBA team. You should be comfortably. Forget going to win a championship. Forget being top two in your conference. If you are a good NBA team, you should be over 500. So if you're a good football team in the Premier League and you spend what we spend on players and wages and managers and how we should carry ourselves, we should be comfortably one of the four best teams in the country. That's why I don't celebrate it. Shouldn't be no clause or oh, if we finish top four. Nah, yeah. definitely. definitely. Like if you're a good striker, if you're a good striker at a top club, getting 15 league goals should be, yeah, calm. You play, you play 38 league games, you should get 15 goals. Flawless, I'm good. telling you, you guys are going to get fifth. Uh, I'm telling you, man. It's just the way it is. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, I'm thinking. Why? Who, who's your top four? Who is your top four? I got uh, right now. It's uh, yeah, Man, Man City in this order: Man City, Liverpool, yeah. Arsenal, Spurs, United. See, that's my four, but I don't see us fin. I see this is what we're doing. I don't think I, dude. Game. I think Aston Villa are doing are are doing the drop off thing. I really you reckon do. they're going to drop off heavily. They're going to drop off. Yeah. Let they're me see who that off. next game is actually. Let, yeah. me, let me let me see. Let I me think see. It, and yeah time. yeah and and Cam Cam's correct, dude. If you guys oh if you guys get Champions League, here's the thing: is I I don't want you to get Champions League because I hate you guys, right? I I can't yeah, stand you guys. Like on on the same like like the only reason I stream with, with you and Staffy or you're my boy because you're my boys. Other than that, I, I hate United. <laughs> I can't stand you. Yes, yeah, um, <laughs> or your fan base. But but he, I I want it so bad because I need to see I need to see you suffer again. I need to see you see. <laughs> See, and that's and people understand like that's where I'm at with champs, like because fifth is is still up in the air depending on what Manchester City and Arsenal do in the competition. I don't want to be in the Champions League to be an also run. Worst case scenario, you're a dark horse. Worst case scenario, I want Manchester United, and this may be unpopular opinion. I don't want to be in it just so I don't get banned by TJ and others. Like no, like if we're in it, at least be a dark horse where people go. You're not one of the favorites. You're not 
top four, top five. But with a favourable running, you can get to a final and win the competition. We are also, we also runs. You know how I know we're also runs? Because we're getting knocked out by also runs. Galatasaray and Copenhagen. Two teams who <laughs> no one has anywhere near the competition. Galatasaray, I believe, with the team. Yeah, they dropped down yeah, to, yeah. to Europa League. And Europa no one's League. looked at them and gone, you know what? They're favourites for Europa League. So we're getting beat by Europa. Like I've said it before, that was a Europa League group. It's embarrassing. So absolutely, that that's where I'm at now. It could change if we get a new manager and we get some new players and we become a good unit and a cohesive unit. I go, all right, at least don't go out there and embarrass us. And if we get knocked out by Real Madrid over two legs, I hold my hands up and go, we competed. They're just better. All right, I'm mad about it, but it wasn't going out to Copenhagen or Galatasaray or when like when we got knocked out to Atletico Madrid. Also, runs like I'm tired of that. Like no, you should be the be the again. Like I was talking about basics in regards to being top four. Being the best of the rest is not too much to ask. I'm not asking for us to be number one, number two. I'm not even asking us to be top five. I'm saying be the best of the rest. So don't be the creme de la, but be top of the second tier. And we spend enough and we invest enough to be the best of the second tier. All this sec bottom of the second tier, middle of the third tier. What kind of shit? Bottom of the fourth. What kind of shit is this? I'm saying getting beat by these people like, oh, you don't rate Copenhagen from again. I don't watch Copenhagen week in week out, but from when they played those, oh, you mean, oh, you mean you don't no. watch Denmark football? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, all these people that are saying, oh, Copenhagen are aside. You don't, you don't watch them outside Europe. Get out of here, dude. Facts. That's why I was saying all these Facts. like. That's Facts. how far you guys have fallen when you guys are are complaining about calls in a game against Copenhagen, the champions. Of Denmark. Denmark, the the, the Danish Denmark, champions. The Danish and, champions. And, and I'll exclude a Steve from that. Shout out to us exclude yeah, Kaneki from that. Like there too. If you're in the bracket of a Strasbourg Steve or Kaneki who watch everything, yeah, but they're very rare. There isn't many yeah. people who watch football across all of Europe. Those two individuals, Afro Jez in there, those three individuals who are on this channel on a regular basis, they're three people I'll hear talk about the Danish league. Because you know why I know them man sit and watch it and we'll break it down like it's the Premier League. But vast majority of people talking like, no. So I can only go off the two games Copenhagen played against us. They're calling a moderate is be being kind. Played Galatasaray. Again, calling a moderate is being kind. Bayern Munich, people have watched a little bit more because obviously it's Bayern Munich. When they played us, moderate. They weren't great against us. We did that. They did it their best to give us the game at their place. And we did our best to give them the game at their place. We were just we just offered the better helping hand. That's all it was. Copenhagen is saying. Copenhagen said, here, here's a two-goal lead inside 30 minutes, comfy. And then Rashford said, you know what, I'm going to go get sent off. And then we crumbled. Same with Galatasaray. Oh, here's a lead. And we just said, no, 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 after you. Like that, That's what it is. Nah, so, nah, yeah, I'm not. This. But in regards to Europe, if we're not going to be a cohesive unit, run us Europa League. And go win that, if that's the case. But do I think we finish fifth? No, I, I don't, even though Villa are falling, it's like I don't see happening. Uh, but we will see. Question for Flawless: um, How many players do you see being sold this summer? I have no idea because it depends on who the manager is. Depends on what this board want to do. If they got any sense, it'll be unrecognizable from this season. <laughs> if they've got any sense, it should be completely different. Well, that's just me. Well, we'll see. And look, you got. CJ as an Arsenal fan saying, nah, I want United in the competition. And you got myself, Sunshine, over United fans saying, nah, we don't need Europe. If we in Europe, run Europa League, I take Conference League. 
Like, cool, go win one of those two competitions. Well, no, it's a, it's a competition. No, it's a competition you can realistically win. Exactly. Where it is. That's it. Like it last is. season, yeah, we got knocked out of Europa League, and I'm really big mad because I still think we should have won it. But we were yeah. competitive in it. Even when Sevilla beat us, we were competitive in the games. We didn't just roll over. Yeah, we were bad away from home. At home, those type of games can happen in knockout ties. But it were embarrassing like this year in the Champions League. Boy, (sighs) (laughs) we move people. We fucking move Manchester United for you. And yes, Ryan, I don't know where you disappeared to, but yes, I said on paper, let me get to this. City at home, United away, ever and away are tough ones. Liverpool are a team that plays their best when we are as in many competitions as possible. And you are as in many competitions as possible. But that don't take away from what I said on paper. I think you have the most favourable running. I don't class the Europa League as tough for you lot. You lot should cakewalk the Europa League. Yeah, FA Carabao Cup's going to be done. You'll probably beat Chelsea. But well, well, we move. TJ says, I mean, Warrior J says, TJ, what's your lineup for the upcoming two away games? Burnley away and Porto away. Yeah, because you got two games, obviously, before we do the next show. Yep. Um, so I, my lineup is, we should, I mean, we should be beating Burnley away. Um, I, and if we're, and if we're resting players, then we need to be, we need to be putting in ESR. I can't believe I'm going to say this. Eddie and Kedia. Um, and, Honestly, that's probably it. <laughs> Cause I, I don't I I, I, I wanna obviously I wanna keep Trossard on ice for Porto. We need to be getting a result away at Porto. So the get so the mat the the lineup that we saw against West Ham, I want against Porto. That lineup, that exact same lineup. But if we are going to rest people against Burnley, which I think that's what Arteta is gonna do, I think he's gonna rest Trossard and I think he's gonna rest Havertz. Um, and, and Zinchenko isn't, I don't think Zinchenko is going to be back yet. So we're going to have the same back line, um, and essentially the same midfield, but he will, he'll either, he'll rotate out, um, he'll rotate out Havertz if he rotates anybody else out, but, but Odegaard and Rice are, are permanent. That's, that's my prediction. So, yeah. There we go. And yeah. and Paul away, of course, because like I said, I didn't realize to what we Jay said it. And, yeah, and Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Thoughts on the first leg? Are you confident of going through overall in the tie? Because I've seen different things. I've seen certain people say, I still have got this. seen other people say, nah, Porto were decent. Where do you stand with this? Um, well, let me you see. And, and, I, and I got caught on this the other day. Um, they're, they're currently third in the Portuguese league, um, holding, the, holding, down the, holding down the conference league spot. Um, I'm... We should be beating these teams, but I said the same thing against Sporting. Um, I think we're a better team starting eleven wise than we were against Porto, or than we were against Sporting last season. But Sporting last season, we we didn't take it seriously. We didn't take it. We were we were starting Fabio Vieira. We were we were starting our second string because we were prioritizing the league. I think that Arteta is going to prioritize this. I think we're going to play our starting eleven, and I think we're going to win. I I think we're going to win the the tie. I don't think we're going to win the the first leg i think we're going to draw the first leg and then put them to the sword at the emirates um that being said i don't want to see a a club that is going in there and playing for a tie away we need to shake off this 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 specter that we have over our head in terms of playing uh 
Europe away, because uh, a European side away. Because if we if we play the way that we play against a team like Porto, who at home they're not going to sit back against us. They're going to play open football against us. And if they play open football against us, we'll kill them. And I've been saying any team on, on the balance of play, if they play open football against us, they're not playing a low block. They're not playing defensive and trying to hit us on the counter. If they play open football against us, we will kill them. And we usually kill them by over two goals. So I don't see Porto doing that. That's why I think I'm, 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 I'm talking with a little bit of chest because I think – out of the draws that we could have gotten, Porto is a favorable, a favorable one. Out of the options that were left, obviously, Man City playing against world beater Copenhagen, you know, obviously that's a really, really tough fixture. But out of the ones, out of the ones that we could have gotten, Porto is a favorable, a favorable draw, and I think we can, I think we can beat them. So, all right, so that's fair. So predictions for both Burnley away oh, and Porto away. Burnley, Burnley three nil. Okay, three nil away, and then uh, Porto. I just don't trust this manager away, man. I just don't. <laughs> I could see TJ's like, I don't trust this guy. I don't trust this guy. I don't trust this guy. Yeah, we we <laughs> we lost we lost in we lost to the to the twelfth place French league team in the group <laughs> stage. Um, I'm gonna go two one Arsenal against Porto, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if we see a draw. Okay, first, first, a big up to you, big up to you, Gil. Big up to you. I'm saying, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. We are going to close out this show, people. Make sure you subscribe to TJ's channel, TJ Warren TV. One of the mods, please put his um channel channel link in the comment section links underneath in the description it's also yeah it's underneath in the description it's also on the channel page feature channel page as well people so then there is a playlist for this show if this is your favorite show there's a playlist for this show so you can find the Manchester United Arsenal show Man of United going to talk from the Arsenal podcast um all of all of the shows are there but make sure you hit the like button on the video please make sure you subscribe we will be live in just over half an hour people we are live on the playback we are doing the Utah Jazz versus Golden State Warriors, that NBA watch along, will be going down on Playback. Download the Playback app. Go to playback.tv slash sarcasmcitytv. And if you have an NBA League Pass, see how you see me and TJ on the screen now. If you have an NBA League Pass, the game will be on behind us. That's how it works. And I will be, give, like I said, doing some. Actually, yeah, if you join the membership, link for the memberships in the pinned comment as well. First five people to join the general membership will get NBA League Pass for the for the rest of this month and the following month. Uh, that is well, a people. deal, guys. Get on that. So there you go, Come people. On. I, need to, I need to forget. I keep, wait, did I add it? I might have added it. I don't know. I'll have to double check if I've actually added it to the membership. If not, I will do that after this, people. But TJ, let them know where they can find you, what you got coming up, all that good stuff. Yeah, bro. Big up. Great show again. It's all it's dude. We've been going for an hour and 20 minutes. It just flies. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. TJ, War TJ Warren TV people big up the chat every single time. Um, I would appreciate the sub. Uh, we are on the road to 800 on my That's channel. Cool. So I appreciate it every time. Um, you got the American Idiot show coming up tomorrow, 9 p.m. And we got that man city fraud Vader coming on tomorrow. Um, and we got the the man himself strasburg steve the the nostradamus the know-all of football coming on so it's going to be us three running the american idiot show and then obviously we got burnley we got the burnley watch along and the burnley match reaction you can also catch me on american waffle on staffy tv 
Monday nights. And then I have a new show, people. I have a new solo show that a lot of you guys tuned in for. I'm seeing a lot of a lot of familiar faces in the chat that tuned in for that. It's called It's One of Those Things. It's literally me talking to you guys and giving my thoughts. And it's just literally called the It's One of Those Things show because it's, it's something okay. I say all the time. So it's a solo show, me bantering with the chat, answering questions, giving my thoughts on Arsenal because, hey, I'm mostly a panelist with with other people. Obviously, you get me and Flawless on, but I'm usually in a panel of like six. So it's yes, really yes. just a good a good opportunity for me to talk one on one with the subscribers, and we get a lot of good interaction there. So I'd appreciate the sub guys. Um, to, that show is on Tuesday nights at 11 p.m. UK. And Flawless, thank you, my man. This is a lot of fun. Of of course, man. I love this. You know, like, like like I've said to you, man. The only bad thing about you is an Arsenal fan. Over the night, it's always great. Know, know, it's always know, great I conversation. Mean, <laughs> yeah, obviously, obviously, United fan. Nobody's perfect, right? <laughs> yeah, Sorry. it's like that's it. 110 glad you lot have enjoyed the show man big up don't forget we are available on all audio platforms as well people so spotify itunes apple Podcasts, soundcloud wherever you get your podcasts wherever you listen to music wherever you stream music if there's a podcast section sarcasm city tv will be there so like i always say if you want to listen while you're cooking while you're cleaning while you're driving maybe you're at work a lot of people be doing that listen to us at work mm -hmm. and maybe you just don't want the youtube app open maybe it's like you know what i want to be on my phone or I don't want the YouTube app open sucking up all my data is what it is people so Spotify if you have a Spotify account it's free follow us and five star us on Spotify please all you iPhone users make sure as well iTunes Apple podcast five star us and leave us a review same with SoundCloud hit the follow button as well and I did put the sarcastic and savage podcast on there as well but I know you jokers are going to watch that one on YouTube but there is an audio version as well. You absolute comedians in the chat. YG, no pro clubs because I'm doing an NBA game. So pro clubs is back tomorrow, people. Pro clubs is back tomorrow. And to Jason, before we go, says, I don't know what to do. I'm in a mess situation. What's the situation? And I've dropped all the audio links in the chat, people. Also as well, what was I going to say? Mm -hmm. And I dropped the NBA playback as well. So I mean NBA playback. The Sarcasm City TV playback. And let me know who's live. Let me know who's live, Warrior J. I was saying, or if you're like Sheik, maybe you just want to listen to audio because you're with your babes. You know what I'm saying? And that maybe you're on the Sheik tank. And Staffy <laughs> live, yeah. We'll raid, we'll raid Staffy and I'm reach 60. Like it's big up. There me. we go. There but, we go. But like I said, I want to see you lot on the on the playback. Also be live on the Twitch as well. So it will be a dual stream for those that prefer watching on the Twitch. But yeah, if Staffy's live, we'll just raid Staffy. So just put sarcasm. Hey, Bajan Reds, are they still live actually? How long they been live now? Already, you know what? We're raiding my beige and reds, but big up to Staffy. I raided yes, Staffy last time, so I will. There we go. So, yeah, man, love to everyone that has locked in. This has been the Manchester United Arsenal show, Man of United podcast. Going to talk from the Arsenal podcast. Glad you lot like the show. We're here every Thursday, midnight, 12 a.m. UK time. Big up and salute for tuning in.